0: Hello and welcome to Simon Miller's pro wrestling show going down on this historic day in wrestling history where nobody can contain themselves. Some people are just happy for wrestling. Some people are saying Team NXT. Some people are saying Team AEW. It reminds me of the late 90s. Uh, and if you were around for that time, you know exactly what I'm talking about. If you never listened to the podcast before, uh, it's nice and simple. I'm a bullheaded asshole. You may recognize me from what culture? Wrestling. And I like to check out wrestling so much. I have my own podcast. And we basically can't, well, there's multiple episodes a week now. But some you'll get on YouTube. You can subscribe to my YouTube channel right now. Just search for Simon Miller. But some I like to Reach out to my Patreon, again, patreon.com forward slash Simon316, dropping all the cheap plugs in here. Uh, Because that's basically funds and supports uh, all my personal projects, which is why I'm able to smash out these podcasts as and when. We do videos on the YouTube channel, and there's a whole bunch of other stuff. If you could head on over there, and if you've got a dollar in your pocket, you think, man, I wouldn't mind giving it. Please do. If not, just give my YouTube channel a subscribe. That's all I ask. And I couldn't have got a better guest on, I don't think, for today's discussions, especially because the ratings for AEW and NXT have dropped around about a minute ago as we started recording. And, well, look, he's been on before. His knowledge of wrestling is ridiculous. It's my man, Stan. Stan, let's start off by being polite and talking. How are you doing, my friend?
1: I, I am doing very wonderful, my friend. Actually, I got to tell you, uh, when, when we set this up, uh, some friends of mine actually earlier in the week uh, wanted me to go out last night. I said, sorry, I have research to do. Um, I took Amazing. notes. I took notes on the AEW show. I did not tell them that this is what I was doing, but I'm like, sorry, you guys can get me the other night. But not tonight. I'm like I got, I have, I have things to prepare for. I'm like I have a very important project that's coming up, and that would be this for us to Amazing. discuss all of this.
0: Amazing, dude. Well, we are going to get right into it uh, again. If you haven't heard Stan on the podcast before, long term fan has crazy knowledge, crazy stories. So you understand what's going on right now. And not that it matters that if people didn't experience the Monday Night Wars first time around, um, but you know the fact that. We'll just start with the ratings. Screw it. I mean, the fact that there is. I mean, I think just given the the rise of the internet and social media, you know, people in general are. They're they're just more into the ratings that maybe they. I mean, people discussed them in the late 90s, but now they're so accessible, it's, it's kind of easier just to jump in. So I don't know how true this all is. I mean, Meltzer's talking about it, Fightful are talking about it, it's all over Reddit. So I'm going to assume that people are happy that these are you know, confirmed numbers. And around 9pm UK time is usually when they break, which would mean not only did NXT not break a million viewers for the first time since they moved to the USA network, uh, they did 100, 891,000, but AEW smashed 1.4 million viewers. Now, I'll start with you, Stan. Like, what was your expectations? I understand people like, Oh, why are not you talk about NXT? Well, it's because AEW is the brand new thing, and that's just how human brains work. What did you expect AEW to do? And let's do this all in one. What did you think of the show? What do you think of AEW in general? And what do you think of a number being 1.4 million?
1: Well, the 1.4 million doesn't... got to be honest, it doesn't surprise me. And as you mentioned, I mean, ratings are so hard... To really quantify to I watched the AEW show last night live. I watched NXT on Hulu and streaming today. Now I, I feel because NXT is, I mean, a lot of obviously a lot of buzz. It's a newer product, whereas people know where they can go find NXT. They know where they, you know, the network on on Hulu and other devices. Probably, and and I agree with that. Like myself, I'm like okay, I'm gonna watch the new product. I'm gonna see what they have to offer. Yeah, definitely. And then, and then I can I I know and have, for lack of a better word, I have comfort in the fact knowing what the card was that NXT is going to give me good. St- they're gonna deliver because they, I mean, they almost always do. So I, it doesn't it. I'm surprised it was that big of a difference, but I'm not surprised AEW won. As far as what my expectation was, I've actually tried on most forms of entertainment to temper my expectations because inevitably I will be disappointed if (laughs) if I have too high of expectations because people will put in their head, okay, this is, I mean, we see it with movies all the time. This is what people expect a movie to be. If it doesn't match that, then it's the worst thing they've ever seen when that's not actually the truth. It's, it's just, it didn't meet what you had in your mind. So, so, so I was excited about it, but I'm, I'll, I'll be honest. One of the things that did not happen that I was worried about, I was worried that Brandy Rhodes and Cody Rhodes would be in every three minutes of the show, frankly, Uh, And that they would be, especially Brandy, I thought she was going to somehow interject herself or somehow with the women's title match. I was actually very surprised that there was not a lot of, for lack of a better word, repeat business as far as the same people showing up in segment after segment after segment. That, That made me happy, is that it was a variety of people, an introduction to a variety of people.
0: Yeah, dude, totally, man. And I think you've hit the nail on the head when it comes to... These numbers are important because they will get social media buzz and they will drive wrestling media. They drove this podcast from nowhere, right? Because it was an interesting thing. But there is a caveat and there is an asterisk next to it. And that is, yes, one, AEW's brand new. And that is like I said, that's always going to be more exciting to the wrestling fan. But on top of that... You can watch NXT 24 hours later. You know, we don't live in this world where you have to wait anymore. You know, you have to wait. But, you know, it's not like um, if you miss one on television, you're absolutely screwed. Like, you know that around this time, it's going to pop up on the WWE Network. You pay your 10 bucks. You're intrigued by AEW. The real key, as you said, is the product that AEW put out there and whether somebody liked it or whether somebody didn't like it. And I actually think you've got it spot on. Like, you know, we did see the Young Bucks, we did see Jericho, we did see Cody Rhodes, but at no point did they feel like they were overshadowing the product. They didn't feel like they were the center part of the product. Obviously, if you're the main event scene, you feel like you have a bigger deal, but that comes down to star power and who knows what else. But no, I thought it was very well balanced. I thought they introduced characters well. And let's not forget there's still, what, 10, 15, 20 people. We still have to wait and see what they're going to do.
1: Absolutely. Hashtag Luchasaurus. (laughs) <laughs> oh man, I,
0: mean, like, I, I you know, I, I'm glad he wasn't on the show. Not glad, but I don't care that he wasn't on the show. But at the same time, that guy's money, man. I don't know how a dinosaur can be money, but he somehow is money. I don't, I don't really get. It. That's, that's why, that's why I love wrestling because I can't, I can't really get my head around. How these things take off, um, what did you think about the show in general? and obviously you mentioned that you, you thought it was far more balanced that you were hoping. I mean it's difficult for us being hardcore fans, but do you know, as well as yourself, can you see other people wanting to tune? Because it's next week that counts, right? You yeah. know let's say that 200, 300, 400,000 people tuned in because it did get so much buzz and that nah, was okay. I mean I'm not saying they would think that. I didn't think that, but you can't account for everybody. so that's the real key. It's where we are at in seven days' time.
1: Um, I, I, I mean, I enjoyed it. Um, I, I think part of it as, as far as me for being, as you know, long-term, long, long-term fan, what's going to help me in, in, as time goes on is, is getting invested in, in the characters. Um, yeah. I, I, will admit when I, for example, when I watched the NXT show, because I'm so event like I literally jumped up out of my chair when Champa came out, L- like literally <laughs> like when his music started playing and then you see the word Champa. I just I'm like, dude, you're 51 years old. You should not be this excited. <laughs> but I was this excited. I was that excited when Finn Balor came out. You know, when Jack Hager came out. I'm like, oh, that's OK. Yeah. Okay, and,
0: and I get it. I get it. Yeah, because you're more invested in one product. I pl- totally uh, understand that. But I, but
1: I was really, I, I, I was excited to see MJF. I, I hope Brandon Cutler's okay. Um, that knee thing when he, it, he literally, lo- I, he legitimately looked like he hurt himself. Um, yeah,
0: I, I didn't pick up on that at that time. It's one of those things where I just assumed it's a of, yeah yeah and I just, it just just skated on by me then i sort of you know you go on the internet you're like oh wait no maybe i've missed something here yeah
1: in fact i think when he was standing on the top rope his knee buckled and then he and then he jumped down so i yeah i i hope he's okay um i thought the i i cody and and that match i for me i think that just went on and then like the post match beatdown went a little long overall um my only, I guess my biggest gripe was, and you mentioned it on ups and downs, like the DQ when Moxley came in, like where was that? And then the cam- the cameras literally following them while there's a, a your main event matches going on in the ring. And we're not seeing, because I was excited to see the Young Bucks. And I'm like, okay, you just took five minutes of the main event match away from me following these two guys through the, through the crowd. Um, but overall, I, I did, I, I enjoyed it. I, I, it, I didn't feel it was, it was a quick two hours. I didn't feel it was a waste of, of, of my time in any shape or form. I did, f- I guess my other, not necessarily a complaint, but just kind of head scratcher. I thought the women's match was placed at a weird spot in the card kind of in the, pre-main event slot. Yeah,
0: the, no, that's fair. That's fair. I know what you mean.
1: Like maybe it should have been put at the top of an hour or something. And then, really, the only other thing is maybe if they wanted to do the Moxley beatdown, like maybe have Omega face, Um, and I'm completely just blanked on his name, The in the first match, uh, the guy that uh, faced uh, Kobe. Sa- Sammy Guevara. Sammy Guevara. Like maybe have him fight Guevara, and then moxley beat him down afterwards and you know just i i just that that beat down just the timing of it and just that was kind of just weird and took me a little bit out of the the main event match but no i i thought it was good i think I, I did think that even in losing they overall made sammy feel important by the end of the show
0: yeah i agree i thought it was one of the best sort of subplots that they did that by the end of the night you forgot that he lost yeah, he just he's, like yeah. oh man, he's a massive asshole. Okay. Yeah,
1: he is. And and now he's you know standing with with Jericho and the the team formerly known as LAX. You know, I mean he felt he felt important because he's not only in there, but he's also with the Young Bucks, and again with Cody. So he really felt like a, a, a big thing. So I thought he got a big boost. And and I said this, you know, in a in a quick super chat earlier. Pac comes across like just main event written all over him. I
0: totally agree. Uh,
1: he, I, he should never be a good guy again. First off, like it just, he just carries, he carries himself like, you know, try and beat me and you can't like, he just, he honestly, he carries him. He reminds me in that attitude of, of Drew McIntyre. I just that whole, even though Drew tends to lose a lot, but just that whole—he's gonna kill you. <laughs> yeah, honestly, and, man. And there's nothing you can do about it. You know, his his Black Arrow into that submission. I'm like, oh my god. I'm like, no one's. That's that's gonna that's that's the world beater right there.
0: <laughs> it's as cool as well, isn't it? I like yeah. I like this idea that as a bad guy excuse me, as a bad guy, he now relies on a submission. I don't know why I like that. I guess because it's just so savage. It's almost like, I know I could beat you after the Red Arrow, Black Arrow, or whatever we're calling it now, but I'm still going to lock you in this really, really horrific submission hold just to get you to tap out. And I totally agree with you. To me, Pac is, it's just, I don't know, he's just found himself with this heel character. It's like, you know, ever since he started doing it in sort of, you know, 205 Live and, and from there, he's just, he's grown into it. And... I mean, you know, we we obviously watch wrestling differently because we know his past and his present and you know, where we'd like to see him down the line. But I even think if somebody had just tuned in, the way he holds himself, his facial expressions... I know—I listened to the Wrestling Observer earlier, and Dave Meltzer was actually quite critical over the fact he thought that match was quite slow. I didn't really pick up on that, but I liked the pacing of the match. It made, I know it was kind of back and forth and crazy flips, but I felt when Pac was in control, it was deliberate and it was methodical. I'm like, yeah, that's what I want from this guy. I want him to sort of methodically take his opponents apart, and that's why I liked it so much. I thought it was cool.
1: Yeah, and no, I... I... I mean, I I disagree with Meltzer on most things. I, to me, that was the most that was the most compelling match of the night by far. I I really, and I'm not a huge, huge, huge fan of man. I am going into old man brain here. His opponent, the the, the cowboy kid. There, I'm sorry, Hangman uh, Page. Hangman Page. I mean, I, he's really new to me, so he's a character I don't know. But I, I mean, I. Thought that was a I thought that was a they they can't be the you know the spots all the time. Like, you know, Pac is yes, he could do all the spots, but like you said like you just mentioned, he's also can be vicious and, and just physically wear you down, not just by flying through the air. Because I think he realizes that flying through the air is gonna get more cheers and he wants to be the bastard Pac.
0: Yeah. No, I I totally agree and I think I think overall, solid first episode. Certainly not the best show I ever, I'd ever seen. Of course not. But I think, it was, I think it was smart because they've still got somewhere to go. They've still got characters to introduce. And really, did I just have a good time for two hours? Yeah, I did. And that's the truth of it. I just enjoyed myself for 120 minutes or whatever it was. And I'm like, okay, we go on to whatever's next. Happy days. Like, not every, like you said earlier, not everything has to... We build our expectations up in our own head. And then when those expectations aren't written, uh, aren't reached, I should say, then we're like, oh, I can't believe it. But, you know, it's fine. It's good. It's it, 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 We just we just truck along. We're in a brand new time, a brand new world, a brand new situation. We have to let it evolve, really, even though talking about earlier about next week, it's six months down the line that matters or one year down the line. You know, I want WWE to thrive. I want AEW to thrive. And I hope they both start smashing off against each other.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And especially now that they're going to be on weekly, they 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 have to learn pacing and and as you said like they do have a decent roster so they have to spread them out and you know we can't be okay here's everybody I mean that would be a f- five hour first week of television to to or it would be four minute matches across the board so no I I thought it was great I'll be also honest I thought Shivani was great yeah, on commentary. Dude.
0: I wanted to bring this up because I thought if anyone is going to know, it's going to be you. Now, I'm guessing... Did you hear any of his MLW stuff? Because I didn't really. I didn't really hear anything that he did
1: on there. No, no, I didn't. Um, I, So my, my only Shivani experience is this is the biggest Nitro in, in WCW <laughs> history. And then next week, this is the biggest... Like, that's what I know of him. But I tell you, he he seemed... Truly, which compared to Jim Ross, who over some of the pay-per-views, I think you've and a lot of people mentioned has seemed irritated. Um, Shivani seemed truly like he was given a new lease on life. totally like agree. He felt like he and Excalibur, I would be fine if they were a two-man booth.
0: Yeah, I they, know the
1: same thing. They, they were just... Excalibur is fantastic and I've never heard him before this. And Shivani was great. Like they were dead there. It didn't, there was no competition, which sometimes can feel like that's, what's happening in, in the booth. And, and I thought like, I was really, I'm like, please don't say this is the biggest night in wrestling his like, don't please don't say it. <laughs> but he, but he did a little bit of nostalgia here and there, but it was not the main thing. And he was truly there to help, the whole team and it, it definitely it definitely showed. So I, I thought they were I thought that he was fantastic.
0: Yeah, no, I it was one of my highlights as well. I thought he was I thought he was brilliant. I, I really, really did. It was an incredible mix of nostalgia, again for guys like you and I who remember that. But then I, you know, I felt like he could easily appeal to somebody who was just getting to wrestling. I thought he was balanced perfectly. And yeah, I think Excalibur benefits that. And yeah, to me, JR's there because he's Jim Ross, right? Best ever, however yeah. you want to... Which is yeah. fine. You know, there's nothing wrong with lig- living off your legacy uh, a, a little bit. Uh, I, I will point this out as well as the conversation continues. Apparently, WWE also has issued a statement congratulating AEW, which is amazing. Um, I mean, This is from Wrestling Observer. I can't seem to find it on a website, but they, they've said it's legit and they, they don't often print stuff that's not. And apparently, they just sent out a statement that said congratulations to AEW on a successful premiere. The real winners of last night's head-to-head telecast on NXT." And AEW or the fans who can expect Wednesday nights to be a competitive wild ride as this marathon, not a one-off sprint. So I'm going to guess they released that when they saw the numbers, (laughs) and they were like, "We better better say something." But let's talk about NXT as well because it has been very AEW focused today, which I understand. Like we've already we've touched upon it. That's the shiny new thing. Oh my gosh, run to the shiny new thing! But really, and again, I don't like this whole AEW versus NXT thing. From well, I think this was better than that, and so on and so forth. However, you know, if somebody put a gun to my head, I think Adam Cole versus um, Matt Riddle was the best match I saw all evening. I mean, I watched them at different times. But, you know, that's, that to me was was the highlight. I thought it was incredible. The fact that it opened the show was it kind of almost made it feel more special because you're like, well, this is weird having this world title amazing match to, to, to kick things off. And... Yeah, you know there was so much good on that show. You know, if you've never seen Velveteen Dream, I imagine you got taken in by him because he's crazy, but he's fun. <laughs> and you know, you mentioned Champa Finn Balor being back on 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 NXT, which I admittedly randomly predicted on a What Culture video about three <laughs> weeks ago. I didn't actually think it was going to happen, but I thought yeah, you know it would kind of make sense. You know, these are all cool things, and these are all. Hopefully, ideas that can be expanded and extrapolated on as the weeks continue to the point where it's not just about oh my gosh we had this one cool thing you know we can get that you know the thing that people love about New Japan when you go oh do you remember they did this two months ago now they're paying it off well, that's what I hope to see I want I want each company to go out of their way to uh, engage me uh, on a you know on a long term level on a story on a story level. And At the moment, I'd say AEW hasn't done that yet because they've had a chance. And hopefully, NXT, now that this whole oh, we've got to do better ranks with them, can just calm down and start giving me those stories that they have been so good at in the past, such as Champa coming out of the end. There's a story there, there's a whole backstory.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and you know, as you mentioned, you know, that was part of my reason for tempering expectations is, you know, with AEW, yes, they've had their their pay-per-views but this truly is is the beginning of the book like you can't just go with, whereas nxt as i mentioned at the start i i have I, I know the characters i'm invested in the characters you know even just yes this this week's nxt okay they it was for all and purposes it was a mini takeover I mean, yeah, really, yeah. it was. But if you even go back to the first couple of weeks here on USA, if you saw last week when they had uh, Djokovic versus versus Keith Lee, I mean, that was amazing. <laughs> it was. It, it was just. I'm like, like, okay. I am about as I'm not as big as you, Keith Lee, but I can't do that and never have been able to. Um, but I, so I, I think NXT. Bringing back Balor, bringing in Ciampa, that sets them up for some great stories easily for the next few weeks. Um, I, I did honestly kind of feel, as as much as I wish they would both stop doing it, because it does remind me of, in not a good way, of the original Monday Night Wars, I wish they would maybe stop taking shots at each other.
0: Uh, um, yeah, I know what you mean.
1: Though I will say, I believe that putting the tag team match on as the as the main event for NXT was absolutely intentional because we know that AEW has been broadcasting that they want to focus on tag team wrestling. Yeah,
0: no, I think you're right, yeah.
1: So, so then putting that, it's like, well, we've got great tag team wrestling too, and here's these two fantastic teams. Mm. Um, but I agree with you. I, I, I did in my personal opinion Uh, I felt last night was, was a, was better on NXT. But I think that's also because like I said, (laughs) I mean, you know, what you remember is the closing moments in in these shows. And I told you, I jumped out of my seat when Champa came out. So it's, (laughs) you know, it's, it's that kind of a thing, but it wasn't like, Oh my God, this was just so much, Bigger and more of a blow away, whereas you you almost have to feel encouragement for AEW because this is their first weekly show and it was still a, a good show where they can take that. It's like, okay, here are some pieces where we can improve on and they've shown that they're smart enough that they will. So for for, I mean, if you think about so many TV shows and some of their first ones, it's like, how did you get a second week? Out of any of this stuff, but but then time goes on and people learn and they do things. So I I was encouraged by it. Um, just again because of the stuff I expected that didn't happen, and that's a good in a good way um, because it could they could easily pull the old old WWE thing and put a McMahon in every segment. In their case, put a Rose in every segment, um, and they didn't. Which to me. I, I think that's a highly positive because they need to trust all of their talent to contribute and, and help make the product better.
0: Totally agree. And the thing that's gone under the radar is as well, and I'll be intrigued to get your thoughts, I enjoyed Raw this week. <laughs> like, Raw, <laughs> Raw's been absolutely buried, which of course it was always going to be. And again, the third hour is always um, somewhat difficult. And that would be the same for any show. That's not a WWE problem. That's a third hour problem. But look, I had a good time watching it. Um, I think maybe the best thing that's ever happened to them is all this other noise has buried the whole, why is Lana kissing Bobby Lashley for seven hours? <laughs> you know, that everyone, no one's talking about that now. But I do think in general, WWE has been a much easier show to watch since the Paul Heyman-Eric Bischoff change. I just do. Not everybody agrees, but it feels far more coherent. It feels far more consistent. I enjoy that more people are being featured. You know, like you know, Chad Gable, for example, I'm absolutely loving it. I like the Baron Corbin King gimmick. Uh, hopefully, Cedric Alexander gets something out of this, although that's a, you know, that's a that's a a difficult situation to kind of predict right now. But yeah, like you know, I I think wrestling to me, especially this week, I felt excited at the start, and really, not one aspect of it has let me down. And while like we have done, and I understand why people doing it will argue about yes, but this rating means that, and what about this, and so on and so forth. The key for me anyway, is that I've enjoyed it all. I mean, really, the the thing that has affected it the most is that we don't know what's going on at Hell in a Cell. <laughs> we have no yeah. idea. And that I want to point out, WWE, thanks for that. You've screwed my week up entirely. My Saturday <laughs> now is just going to be trying to do SmackDown and predicting Hell in a Cell because you're going to leave everything so late, but I'm not moaning. Um, yeah, dude, so just in general, man, with NXT and everything else, how have you found you know WWE these last few months since we last chatted?
1: Yeah, I... I... Raw definitely doesn't feel as, as much of a slog as it has in the past. Uh, I I definitely have been times where it's like, oh, there's another hour. Oh, my God. Whereas SmackDown, and, and just to quote you, it, it being two hours, it is a much more palatable and just a smoother thing because it always goes by so quickly. Um, I think this week, again, with the with the expectations they set them screaming all the time, season premiere, season premiere, season premiere. And I thought about it and I I think they might've been better to not do a season premiere, which most people in their minds would think of, okay, it's going to be a fresh start when you've got a pay-per-view coming up in six days. (laughs) So, so you can't really fresh start anything because you've got a bunch of set matches Um, so that was one of the first things I thought, but I understand they're trying, they want to, I, the same week as the big competition and to last night. And then with, with SmackDown, um, that was one thing I took away from it. The other thing I, and, and again, just being kind of a, a nitpicky old guy, they got to stop making it seem like the wrestlers are pulling guys out of the crowd. Um, like Brock doing that with Dominic, and a couple of weeks ago, like Braun, it, they made it seem like he power a fan into a bunch oh, of security. Oh yeah, I forgot people. about that. They did, yeah. And it's like, especially when we're seeing guys grabbing Sasha Banks, and you know, some months back, some guy literally groping, uh, you know, another wrestler. It's like that. That's my only kind of like, like. You need to make it seem like these are, you can be there to, to enjoy it, but we need to separate that a little more. I mean, yeah, most fans know that's Dominic's and that's Rey Mysterio's son, and he's trained to be a wrestler. But being they have that bigger audience and they want to go to a bigger audience, especially if they're going to Fox and they replay this, I mean, yeah, they can broadcast all they want, but people are wait, why is this guy yanking someone out of the audience? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, he's, he's, he's like killing this kid, you know? So that would be my, I mean, my only, again, minor nitpick because most people do know the story. But I think with a, a lot of promotions and people fans have literally within inches of the wrestlers, we, we need to maybe make that a little more, you know, an invisible wall <laughs> there where it's like, yeah, if they come up to you and approach you and, you know, like when I went to a live show and asked Becky for a picture and she put her arm around me, I'm like, OK, good. I could. That means I could do it now. You know, Absolutely. Um,
0: Dude, that's that's the way to do it, man. That is 100 yeah, percent the way to do just it. just
1: she put her arm around me. I'm like, OK, we, we can do that. Arm around shoulder, you know, but otherwise it's like, OK, I'll just hold my arms at my side. So that was my only. But no, I liked it. I am as eager and still scared that they're going to screw up the fiend. Like, please, please God do not do it. He (laughs) needs. And the one thing I wanted to ask you is should, I mean, granted it's in hell in a cell, although I was a little worried because WWE put out a poll on Twitter asking how people think the the, it would end. And one of the options was disqualification.
0: Yeah. I was going to bring that up worrying, Um, right?
1: I'm like, it's hell in a cell. What exactly is gonna I'm like, but it's also we've seen them in previous Hell in the Cells recently call the matches off because they've beat each other up too much. I'm like, isn't that the point of yeah, this?
0: It, it, exactly that there's no rules and that you can go crazy.
1: <laughs> like so yes. So I guess my question to you to turn this around a little bit is would you prefer, I mean, obviously it's Hell in the Cells, so I don't think it's gonna happen, a complete just bray, just squash almost a la Finn Balor match or would you prefer it kind of be a little bit more drawn out I
0: think I don't mind as long as Bray Wyatt wins okay you know, that's, yeah. this This is my big thing just because you know the more I've thought about it, I think it's, it's twofold like am I, am I as a fan or as a critic whichever one am I going to be super pissed if Seth Rollins retains I mean a little bit but it's more the wider you know it, it's more what it means on the wider level because there is nobody out there. Well, I haven't heard anybody out there say, "Oh, I definitely want." Uh, you know, I, I definitely want Seth Rollins to to retain. Like most people I talk to are like, "No, I'd rather I'd rather Bray White win." I feel like WWE has something with Bray White. I like Bray White. I'd like to see him as a champion. So all of the the rhetoric that I'm getting is in support of the fiend. So if WWE then goes and just books their guy to do what he always does, I'm like, well, man, you really are not on the ball with this. And I think that would be my issue with it. It's just it's just, just I understand that wrestling companies don't really listen to the fans nine times out of ten because they have their own idea. But I think you have a situation here where I like Seth Rollins. I've got nothing against him, but I don't think he's the greatest champion that we've ever seen. I think you could argue that maybe we've come to the end of his you know, a natural championship run. I know that he hasn't uh, held it that long, given he only won it back at SummerSlam. But hey, you you play with the cards that you're dealt. And I just think if Bray Wyatt doesn't walk away at Hell in a Cell as a champion, I don't even care if it's close, whatever, but I think if he doesn't, then you know, you've know you just made him into Bray Wyatt again. Do you know what I mean? The fiend becomes Bray Wyatt, the guy that talks a good game, gets everybody super excited, but when push comes to shove, he never actually delivers. And I don't think we can go back to that. I understand it because you know, so many people are like, oh, he's a brand new character and we have to treat him as such, but he's not a brand new character. He's a very old character who does have some baggage that comes along with him and we need to make sure we put him into a position where that's not an issue and that we can say, hey, we understand what we've got with Bray and we're going to go all in. So that's my, my thing, especially did you see the interview that he did today? No, on Yeah, it's, uh, it's on some American television show. And straight away, I groaned. I was like, no, 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 don't do this. Like, I don't think I never used to do this. I got a bit nerdy about it. But then I watched it. Fantastic. Done completely in character. He's completely the Firefly Funhouse version of Bray. He comes across as creepy. And I was like, that is just wonderful. He's just wonderful, Bray Wyatt. And I just think it's his time. Like, you know, you can go back through the ages, The Rock, Steve Austin. You know, they all had these, I'm not saying it's going to be that big, but they all had these moments where it felt like, oh, this is the time to pull the trigger. And they would would do it in the past. So we should absolutely do it again here. There's no reason not to. Seth Rollins winning just goes back to the same old, same old. And we've seen that. It's fine. But I think we should shuffle things around.
1: Yeah, I I completely agree. In fact, I I think... You know, we we talked about this all the time. I think Seth losing doesn't hurt him. I think Bray or the Fiend losing kills him completely.
0: I Uh, do. I really do. And I think it kills the fans' interest in him as well.
1: Yeah, and because he, I mean, I know they don't necessarily want to cheer him, but he is the the hottest thing, and. (laughs) <laughs> Not only WWE, but I would say prior to you know this week with AEW, like he's one of the hottest things, you know. I mean, that Firefly funhouse, remember the first week? Like, what in blazes is this? <laughs> you know, when the or even first when that when that puppet came up, you know, it's like, what is this box with a what is that thing? And now it's it's people it's by far one of the most popular things people could ever hope for because it's just so engaging. He is, you know, I mean, you know, this of anybody, he is all in on this character and it shows he cares about it. He cares about b- being the fiend as well as, you know, the semi evil, Mr. Rogers. Like he is all in with this. And I mean, heck where, where I do take some comfort, he makes fun of Vince, Openly, I mean, it's like how many people can really say they can make they're allowed to make blatant fun of Vince and Vince only being interested in what makes him money. I mean, it's just it's 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 meta, but it's like. But, yeah, I mean, it still has to go through Vince, you know, but, you know, there has to be some trust that and and I think he's he's earned it. I, I thought his. Uh, we last week when he honestly dominated Braun at the end of that match was just remarkable. Like I, I think that put him to a next level of yeah this this is this is a guy to take. Not that he wasn't before, but this is a guy to take completely seriously. And I, I I'm the same way. I just as long as he walks away with the title. You I, I've mentioned this on. Q and A's i I completely disagree with people like yeah, it's not his character baloney it's not his character you know what was it not the Undertaker's character to want the title because he was a meant to be a grave digger was it not Kane's character <laughs> you know Kamala had title matches you know I mean what was that I mean he was meant to be a you know a, 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 a savage from someplace it, it's you know that I, I don't buy that one bit, so I'm, I'm excited, and, and, and I, I agree. I, I think it is Seth's time, much as I, I mean, I, I also think this Friday, I think, it's, I think it's Kofi's time, too.
0: Well, I mean, it's a great segue, man, because that's absolutely something we should talk about as well, because especially given that the, um, you know, the main discussion was about ratings, realistically, unless something crazy happens, the most highly rated show of this week will be SmackDown. You know, you know, the Fox promotion has been crazy. They got The Rock on that, which spiked ticket sales to, to levels I don't think WWE was expecting. So there's no two ways about it. That is, you know, I would, I, I'm would have. i not very good at predicting these things because I don't live in America. I don't really understand what, you know, Fox averages. But it certainly sounds like if we did anything less than three and a half million, people would be devastated by this number. And... I don't know how they're going to fit it all in because obviously it's a two hour show. The Rocks are want some time. We've got all these legends unless Brock Lesnar is going to kill Kofi Kingston, which is, you know, you are treading on eggshells there a little bit, but you imagine that will go a short while at least. And then you've got the ladder match between Kevin Owens and Shane McMahon. You've got the four women having their tag team match. So there's a lot going on to this show. And really, the big question—whatever the Rock does—is not going to. I've seen so many things now. Oh, the Rock's going to come back. He's going to. Ha- the Rock ain't having no feud with no one. The Rock's <laughs> going to. The Rock's going to pick someone to punch in the face, and that'll be that. And you know what? More power to him. He's the Rock. He can do whatever he wants, and he worked to get himself in that position. But. You know, it's, it, it really does come down to what is going to happen with that WWE title. And like you said, much like the whole Seth Rollins things, I just think Kobe Kingston's thing has naturally come to, uh, to an end. It's not a bad thing by any stretch of the imagination. But to me, especially when I look at it, I put my business cap on. I understand how Fox and Brock Lesnar have this relationship because he was obviously so big in the UFC when the UFC was on Fox. You'd be crazy not to at least have a chat and say, look, I know that we're just the TV people, but you understand that we can draw a lot of people in if you mention Brock Lesnar as your champion, right? So that all makes sense. And also, given what he did do on Monday, I completely agree with your reservations, but he still did come across like an absolute monster. I think if he rolls into SmackDown and beats Kovac Kingston, you're like, yeah, okay, cool. I can't be too mad at it.
1: Yeah, I I agree. I, I haven't been, just because of his absenteeism, like, honestly, when, when Brock first won the Money in the Bank and he was there weekly, like, I'm like, I was all in. I'm like, mm-hmm. look at him. He's like using it as a boombox. Like, he looks excited. <laughs> he looks like he wants to be there. And and now, I, I obviously, we – and again, I don't – we don't begrudge him. I mean, hey, WWE made the deal with him and he's just following the deal that they made. Um, but I'm the same way I mean you, you have to you have to believe that I mean Fox is like yeah I think we need to do this not that we don't like Kofi but you want to talk about a mainstream eye and again because they want to go more to the real sports field I, there's no one more real sports than Brock Lesnar um, I do have the same question in my head. I'm like, when, when they're going over, he, this is going to be there. That's going to be, there. I'm like, is this, I'm like, it's a two hour show, right? Uh, I'm like they're going over all these people. I'm like, where are you going to, are there three matches advertised? Are they the only three matches where it's going to be interviews and all this stuff? Um, Hopefully, they keep Flair and Hogan to a minimum because Monday was awful. Um, frankly, I'm pretty sure Flair might have taken some liquid courage <laughs> before he went out there.
0: Yeah, I think so. Although, oh, they, they smashed it in the ratings, man. My word. Oh, Their they're,
1: they're, they're names. I mean, it, it's <laughs> what? Well, I mean that's that's part of why we know Friday is going to be crazy. The Rock, those two, Austin. I mean, they could have stopped at those four. That's it.
0: Yeah, And no, it's,
1: it's going to bring everybody in. So I'm I'm really excited. All I will say, I I was kind of sitting in my living room on Tuesday night, eight o'clock. Like, what am I supposed to do? Um, like, there's no SmackDown on. Yeah, it's weird, wasn't it? It was weird. It, it was strange. Very weird. You know. And then two. And then Wednesday, I'm like. Criminy. Like, do I need to get a second television? Uh, You know, (laughs) (laughs) uh, honest to God, when when the Monday Night Wars are going on, I literally would have raw on one and nitro on another one, not in the same room, but kind of down the hall in my bedroom where I could see it. So I would like be able to see them both. I'm like, you are just this is where your life has become. This is I mean, this is obviously pre. Hulu and all these other options. So, um, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited for tomorrow to see what see what they bring out and, and yeah. how they play it out.
0: I am. Um, I think it'll be. I think it'll be fun. I think it'll feel like a big deal. Yeah, and I think it will. Uh, it will smash in the in the ratings. And look, like, if it ends with Brock Lesnar winning the championship, I think it makes sense, right? I think it makes sense. It's a it's a big moment, and you want a big moment as best you can.
1: Yeah, the so. closing uh, the closing moment of of the shows is what I mean. Most people. Tend to recognize. And as much as, I mean, you think about WrestleMania, it's like, yeah, it went on way too long, but that closing moment of Becky standing there with both belts and uh, a closing moment on the first, I mean, this, yes, yeah, SmackDown is an existing show, but the first show on Fox, how could they not want Brock Lesnar standing there with the title over his head? Yeah, I, I know, man. I, I just, I can't, <laughs> I can't come up with any other any other reasoning I mean yes Seth Rollins has beaten him twice this year but I just I I can't in my head see see a way around that happening and it's it's and I'm fine with it I I, yeah
0: no I am too I I mean I I like Kofi Kingston a lot but I wouldn't call myself the biggest Kofi Kingston fan ever but even even if even I don't have a problem with it in, in any it just it just you know with everything the way it's come together it just makes so much sense and I'd be like, yeah, good, good on you guys. You did the right, you did the right thing. Do it again. Yeah,
1: yeah I, I think, I think the only problem, I mean, generally to me with with Kofi outside of the Orton story is is this entire story was eleven years in WrestleMania moment. Like that was all that they gave him as far as legit. In, in my opinion, yeah. Once we got to Randy Orton, then it became you know you did this and you did that, and they they gave him a little more depth. But before that, I mean, they were for a month. And the winner at WrestleMania I'm like, we know I'm like that was a month ago. Move on <laughs> you know you don't have to keep telling us he had a great moment at WrestleMania. We know, pick something new,
0: yeah, no, I totally agree, man, but uh one thing I definitely want to talk about with you before it ends because you know there's, there's yes. a few other people that I could I could talk to you about this. I know we touched on it briefly, but I want to talk about it sort of on a on a you know one to one kind of a level my I couldn't quite believe when I was watching Dynamite how much it actually felt like WCW. And not just because of Tony Schiavone, but because of the coloring, the way they had interviews in front of the entranceway, which is so, so World Championship Wrestling. Like me and Gene would do that, you know, would do that all the time. The layout of certain things, even the vignette, you know, outside the, um, the, the White House to me felt very WCW. But good WCW. I'm not talking about when Vince Russo came in and ruined it. <laughs> Did, but I, when, I, when I sat back and thought about it, I was like, did I actually expect them to go that? You know, it may just be because that's what they grew up on, right? You know, especially Cody Rhodes. You know, his dad was synonymous with all of it. But, you know, as a guy that sort of lived through that time in the mid-90s, did you take that away as well? Or is that mostly just me looking for something that maybe is not there?
1: No, I I, I definitely d- had that vibe from it. Um, I, I, I don't know. Maybe it was also... Uh, I hate to say it, but it felt like their cameras were a little—I don't want almost a little grainier. <laughs> no, I
0: do, no, you're right. I, that's what I thought. It had the WCW grain. Look,
1: yeah, which know, is not a it, thing, but it is like, a
0: thing at the same time.
1: Yeah, where I'm watching NXT, I'm like, wow, this. I'm like, this is much clearer of a picture, whereas that did have more of the the throwback feel. Shivani, uh, yeah, Shivani definitely add to that. Jim Ross, of course, adds to that. Um, but no, I definitely had had that feel where it's like, okay, let's take some new people and and put them in that environment. And I I don't, as long as they avoid <laughs> because that's I, I think you know that has been my concern all along is. Okay, you can pick some of the good things from WCW, but like one of the big things is, as we all know, is when you're overbooking, way overbooking. I mean, that was one of Dusty's things, like the Dusty finish, you know, and just completely overdoing things. You even mentioned it, the distracted ref finishes. Um, there was at least three kicks to the to the to the nether regions, you know, and it's like, okay we don't have to have screwy finishes all the time on our weekly show. Um, so that gave me, I'm like, okay, let's hopefully they see that and think, okay, that wasn't great. But I definitely had that, that WCW feel and not, not in a bad way. Cause it definitely, cause I'm, I enjoy nostalgia. Um, but yeah, it definitely had that, that feel, like you said, from the, from the entranceway and, and the, I I like the interviews at the top of the ramp. Um, I'm not a big fan necessarily of interviews in the ring, especially like right after a match. Cause you know, the person is probably gassed. It's like,
0: (laughs) yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. You know,
1: you're asking them to, you know, it's like sometimes cutting a promo could be, you know, I mean, unless you're MJF who could, you know, I mean, he, but he's another level when it comes to cutting promos. but some people it's like, you, you know, you need to give them a breather, so let's let's do that. But no, I I thought it was great. I I liked the more, I guess, almost subdued layout of everything, because like all the, you know, in WWE, like all the, the lighting, you know, the boards on the side of the ring, they're lit up, and the ring posts are lit up. It's like, it can be distracting. You know, it's there's there's nothing wrong with just having a simple ring with, with the you know, with the ring, the ring curtains and and um, and that. So no, I definitely got that that feel from it for sure. Yeah,
0: no, dude, I I totally agree, and I like it as well. Like, I don't want that booking at the end, but I'm happy for the feel. It always used to feel unique to WWE, and I think they um I think they smashed it. Uh, I'll read this out as well, just as we draw things to a close, because it kind of sums it up personally on the Wrestling Observer website as ever, because I feel like I I know people. Uh, are up and down with them, no pun intended, but I think when they come to facts, they go out of their way to to get things right. So basically, Diamond Night Premiere averaged 1.4 million. Um, the, the real thing they're going on about, though, is that in the 18 to 49 demo, which of course is what so many people go after if an advertise, it was 0.68, which was second of the evening, which is Pretty damn impressive. <laughs> yeah. And it was also more than doubled than the 0.2, uh, 0.32 rating that NXT on USA pulled, um, which is crazy. I mean, that is, it's absolutely, that's who you want to appeal to. That's who Paul Heyman is trying to appeal to at the moment with Raw. They want teenagers. And they go on to say the most watched show on cable was an MLB game between the Tampa Bay Rays and Oakland Athletics, which did 3.9 million viewers. And just to give you an idea, that did a 1.03 rating in the 18-49 to 49 demo. And again dynamite did 0.68 so that's really good it's yeah. really good for uh for it again and as you know stan has already said it's the first one and you know the beverly hills remake came out recently and that absolutely set the world on on fire i am led to believe and then one week later we were down you know something like 55 percent. so intrigue and fascination and curiosity is always a wonderful tool and now we need to see what people are going to do next week. But I will say, if if AEW were relying on a good first show to get people back in, I don't think they have anything to worry about. You know, there's, there was a lot there to... And they, they didn't go too far with it either. My big worry is what they were going to do a bit like what... Um, NXT this week, NXT can get away with it, because I don't think they'll actually drop below 800,000, I think that'll be a solid, if anything they'll go up, but I think that'll be a solid number, whereas AEW, you don't want to chase anybody off, you don't want to send anybody crazy, you want to say, hey, here's an idea of what we're going to do, please hang around with us, and down the line, you know, obviously we will ramp things up, and we'll take things down, and we'll go on a roller coaster, that's just how things work, but talking about here on the 3rd of October, as we record this, it's pretty good all around, and I I can imagine that everybody. At AEW is pretty, is pretty happy, and it kind of has outdone a lot of people's expectations, including experts. So in that sense, it's uh, it's a success for, for week one at least. It is a success.
1: Absolutely. I I I, I mean, the only thing I would, I know they talked to him. I would have maybe liked to have seen one. Tag team match from the tournament on week one.
0: I agree, actually. Yeah, good shot. Just, just
1: to bring them in. But then it comes, okay, so, you know, what do I cut? And, you know, as you mentioned on ups and downs, they didn't have a lot of non wrestling stuff. So it's like, so what do you replace? You know, I think MJF being introduced in the first week was important because I think he is going to be a huge part of that company you know so it's like you know it's one of those things okay, I'm saying that, but then it comes as as any time people are like, well, why isn't this here? I'm like, so what do you propose they should have cut? you you liked all the matches but you wanted to see X y, and z there, but who do you take off uh, of the show so um so I understand that no I I think it's I'm I'm encouraged I, I I think yeah I think next like we even started this, said the this start I think next week to see, even if they have just a i mean i think a, a drop off is probably expected but i think the amount of it is going to be crucial as as you mentioned you know these other shows and yeah they can come out of the gate and there's a lot of excitement but how how do they follow up and how do people be like oh i need to come back next week so
0: which is what wrestling's all about right that absolutely. is wrestling that absolutely. is wrestling summed up what do we do to get them back next week and that's all it is and if you're able to you're able to figure that out you you will have a successful you'll have a successful product, even if it is uh, you know, Kai and Ty wanting to chop off Valvina's penis. <laughs> that 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 was I always go back to that one. When anybody tells me the attitude era, storyline wise, was better than now, I go, It's not Uh-oh. true. That, both shows both shows last night were probably better than anything we saw in the attitude era. That, they that, just, yeah.
1: That's a lot of rose colored glasses, because there was a lot of really. Like yeah, that, yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. But they just they just happened to have stars. That was the benefit of the Attitude here. They had people you really gave a shit about, like Stone Cold, Steve Austin, The Rock. People forget. I know he, he's not really controversial. but He was never of that level. But the Undertaker would draw people in. Kane at one point was a massive deal. You know that's that's the thing. Everybody felt like a star then. That's something that they've lost. But hopefully now, as we do go back to those times, you know we we get back to that as well. Maybe this is what sparks the light under everything. I don't know. I've never been here before. Last time I was here, I was a child. So now now I'm experiencing it. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what to to expect.
1: It definitely feels more of a, of a, of a competition than, and respect them. Cause they did then, then impact ever could have done. Cause they tried. God knows they tried and they, it just was never in, in, in the cards. And I, and I actually think going up against, NXT as opposed to Raw or SmackDown proper, I think that's a better and smarter way for AEW to to build that that base because they're completely different audiences. <coughs> so so I I think yeah I, I'm it, it is it is very encouraging. And also Overall, you
0: know and if you are look if you're a WWE fan listen to this and you want some ammunition. Raw killed AEW. So just go, (laughs) just start claiming that. Just start going, well, you know, uh, Raw absolutely kicked his ass. Yeah, it did. So you yeah. can just say that and everything's going to be okay. And don't worry, SmackDown will absolutely destroy it. SmackDown oh, will destroy yeah. Raw, SmackDown will destroy, just run through it like a yeah. a freight train. And that's why I'm excited about SmackDown. I really, really am. I mean, I can't believe, again, I know I'm, I'm repeating myself, but the fact we have a pay-per-view on Sunday, and I don't care about that. I care more mm-hmm. about the, the television show on SmackDown. is absolutely ridiculous.
1: Yeah. But that's, I mean, that just shows they're doing something right, that, that they're doing what they need to. Because even us as We've seen it all we're really excited about it
0: yeah it's true no it's true and we will uh we will talk about it obviously when uh when it happens and there's all the actually one, one last thing man because i'll get your opinion on it what do you think about all this cm punk stuff that's now been confirmed by the man himself i mean you know there Ugh. are rumors out there that it's been signed that's not confirmed but it is confirmed that fox offered him a trial and cm punk has confirmed that he went i mean my worry is now it's already spun out of control and it's just going to have a negative effect on live shows if you know what i mean as people are desperate yeah. to see him come back but it's fascinating it's certainly fascinating
1: i i'll i'll be honest i'm i'm one of those and probably the minority where i've not necessarily understood the loyalty that a lot of fans have given him um just i mean he seems to be mellowing out more but and i understand you know, whatever his experience was, but he wasn't exactly the most from what I've understood cordial to people. <laughs> no, um, I, uh...
0: you know, um,
1: I, I also, th- I understand he what he's doing from, you know, Hey, if, if he can make a career out of this, why wouldn't he? I mean, you know, obviously Fox is opening the treasure chest. So, so why not? I, I just, I just wonder how much of a, as time goes on and he's not getting back in the ring and making that very clear where people are going to start being resentful and negative and be like, well, why'd you sell out and go back in the first place? If you weren't going to get in the ring, it's like, uh, I, that's, I I would love to see him. And, and I, I think you even mentioned say on on your podcast, like, especially if he's going to, or I heard somewhere like if if they're giving him reign to be honest about what's going on, not towing, towing the, you know, the line where, Oh, it was, you know, this was wonderful when it's like, no, it it wasn't. So if if he can be on the Fox sports show where he's completely honest about things, then I'm all in because I'd like to hear from someone within, you know, that, that is reviewing the product within WWE to be honest about stuff. If it works or doesn't work. Um, I, he's always had a good gift of gab. So, of course, he'd be great to listen to. I mean, him, him being able... To, I mean, heck, I, I'll take him over 90% of the people that, that most times that get thrown out there is, you know, experts on, on stuff, uh, you know, on any sports or sports game or whatever. Because they just they just recycle the same, you know, phrases over and over where I think punk would would not be that. So, um but that we all is, know that's, that's, it's all a work until it happens. So, well,
0: yeah, <laughs> damn right. Well, that is the other thing as well, right? Like if if, if, uh, if Fox want to run it as a legit show, is Punk allowed to say whatever the hell he wants? You know what I mean? Like that opens up right. a whole other can of worms because WWE aren't going to like that, especially if, you know, I don't know how they would do it, but let's say it's kind of kayfabe kind of, not. I don't know. And you tune in and Punk's going, well, that was a crap match. They're gonna be like, whoa, whoa, whoa! This is this is not this is not good. So yeah, I'm I'm absolutely fascinated about what this um, what this will become. But hey, I tell you, there, there's rumors going around now. He's gonna turn up on Friday. I don't believe those. I don't <laughs> believe those for one second. But they're there. If you care, they are absolutely there. So I don't think I, this I week don't think is him turning yet. up
1: on Friday would, would really do much because they've already got so much stuff. And it's it's not gonna it's not gonna. I don't know. I feel like CM Punk. They almost want to make that kind of a a known thing because that would bring so many more eyes i I (laughs)
0: mean and and also if you've announced the rock don't put cm punk on that show you don't need to you've got the rock that's enough do you mean yeah Yeah. you just you're shooting your load as they say and there's no no need to do that so so don't (laughs) don't do it don't do that yeah, you're going to get a great rating anyway. Have that for week two, right? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. What do I, what do I know? What do I know? So there you go. That's, that's the lay of the land at the moment. Like I say, all that information broke mere seconds before Stan and I sat down to record it. So I thought, well, we've got to talk about it. How, uh, how could we not? Uh, Stan, as always, thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for your support. And obviously, this time around, thank you for your patience as well. This is about the third time Stan and I tried to get this going. <laughs> but we don't need to talk about that. But yeah, thanks as always, man. I appreciate it
1: oh it's, it's my pleasure the the best things in life are worth the wait and that, that is you my bald friend oh, you're always worth the wait <laughs>
0: that's very kind man that is very kind again if you'd like to come on the podcast you can patreon.com forward slash simon316 check it out or not it's all good uh, YouTube channel where the podcast will be as well as on audio if you're listening to that right now and that's just simon pro wrestling show or podcast search for that uh, Twitter and Instagram at simon316 wrestling merchandise simonmiller.bigcartel.com the whole podcast is sponsored by pinsandknuckles.com check out them out for all your merch needs. And that's that. Go lay down. The Wednesday, the Thursday craziness is out the way. Prepare yourself for SmackDown, and we will talk to you again very soon.